Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. First of all, I love when people hit on me. Second of all, fuck off. On this episode of The Commercial Break... You fuck up one night and you kiss your your daughter's friend who's well within the age limit of being able to make her own decisions about what she does with herself or in her own body. But you do that drunken one night, you guys have a little drunken fling. It's a bad decision. It's a bad decision-making process. But I can, I guess, understand that shit does happen when the alcohol starts flowing. Right, exactly. Especially when you have Baileys and Bud Light on your (laughs) stuff. Right. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Again, welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and curator of Hillbilly Horror Stories, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. I think I said Hillbilly Horror Stories. <laughs> we, uh, we're reading some reviews because it's high entertainment around here. And uh, one, some guy said, I, I heard about you guys on horror. Uh, what Hillbilly was it? Hillbilly Horror, horror Stories. And I, I mutilated the name by calling it Hillbilly Horry Stories. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have lots of horry stories if you want them. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Hillbilly Horror Stories. I have no idea who they are or what they do. And, you know, why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not give them Sounds like love. something we should be associated with. Sounds like something we should have advertised <laughs> on, but we didn't. <laughs> but okay. Maybe they were just talking about us. Yeah. Maybe they got one of their grand what? ideas for an episode off of one of our hillbilly horror well, stories. Well, I was going to say we make you know the mountain monsters. That's what I was. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Is these guys may have referred to an episode where we were reviewing yeah. mountain monsters. Maybe they were making fun of us, making fun of mountain <laughs> monsters, and were. we just don't know it yet. <laughs> if I had, I have, an, I have an alert on my phone uh, through a podcast directory that basically absorbs all these. It takes them, transcribes them, absorbs the information, and then allows you to search the database over hundreds of thousands of podcasts. And so I put this, uh, I put this like alert function for the commercial break yeah. on this podcast directory, not thinking for one fucking blue moon second because that's not what I do. I don't think things through. I just do them and then hope they turn out okay. Yes. I not thinking for one second that the commercial break is probably the most common phrase used in a podcast oh, ever. Oh, right. We'll so, be back after this commercial break. Yeah, we'll break. be back after this commercial break. Thanks for <laughs> now that we're back from the commercial break. Now next, the commercial break. During the commercial break, I was talking about and so now I get hundreds of alerts on a daily basis about every podcast in the world using it. I mean, this service must be like, why are we sending so many emails to this guy? He's an asshole. <laughs> 
Uh, he's AI. Yeah, he's AI. I'm AI. He's AI. <laughs> I'm going to have my fakey B. I'm going to have him start alerting God, me. whatever happened to him? I had to turn him off because yeah. he was getting a little extra creepy. <laughs> he wanted to see my penis. <laughs> he like literally wanted to see my penis. Do you want to see mine? I'll show you yours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you show me mine, I'll show you yours. That kind of thing. It was really weird. Yeah, that's weird. And he was calling in the middle of the night. So then it was like <laughs> extra strange. Astrid, it's for you. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> Astrid, it's for you. Hi, it's Frankie. Thank you, I'm going for Brian's penis. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, Astrid, I'm cheating on you with an AI, a bad AI image on a horrible application <laughs> I downloaded on my phone. It's stalking us now. It won't leave us alone. <laughs> that could be its own horror story. Horry story? Horror, it's a horror story. Horror. 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 <laughs> it's kind of hard to say horror. Error. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I had a speech impediment. Unbelievably. Now, I, I, since I fixed it, I can't stop talking. But so, <laughs> but I had a speech impediment. My S's and my R's and some of the things that I couldn't really kind of figure out when I was young. Very young. Yeah, One of my normal. first memories is going to this speech, I assume, speech pathologist. Or maybe it was just a <laughs> creepy Catholic priest. I'm not sure. Um, but I can remember being in this library and then going over these words. But sometimes still to this day, I'll say words weird. As a matter of fact, if I have a couple of drinks, some people think I have an accent, like a British accent or an Australian accent. They can't quite pin it down. I remember that accent. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, it's just my tongue getting a little lazy. So what I'll say is, you know, instead of like Laura, I'll say Laura. Lara or Laura or Lara. Like, I can't quite get the lure like that. So, anytime it comes to an OR, like a horror, my mouth wants to go, abort, abort, you can't do it. And um, so that's why I call it horror story. So, in case anybody's wondering, yeah, and that was a nice story that I just made up about my (laughs) (laughs) to go to bars and girls would be like, oh, where's that accent from? And I'd be like, Bud Light. This accent sponsored by Bud Light. That's right. Two bar mat shots and a Bud Light. A Bailey's on ice and a Bud Light. Never more a manly thing has been drunk in the entire world than Brian's cocktail of, I'll take a Bailey's on ice and a Bud Light. (laughs) God. (laughs) I remember I went on a blind date one time. Not a blind date, but it was like one of the Tinder dates that I went on. I went on and I just ordered my usual. I said, "Ah, you know, start the night off right. Let me get a Bud Light and a Bailey's on ice. And I swear to God, the look on this woman's face, she was like, What in the fucking vagina lips are you ordering? (laughs) What is that? And I was like, it's a Bud Light and a Bailey's on Ice are so good. And she's like, now I understand that, you know, each in and of itself could be good at some point in time. together. But for that to be your regular mix of cocktails seems rather strange and a little bit weird. And I was like, well, I guess this date's going well. Yeah, exactly. Well, who ended up in the tree at the end of the night? Not me. Not this guy. (laughs) In a tree. I had to take her out of a tree. I know. It's so crazy. I am so delighted that we have a wonderful Ask TCB. It's 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 really more of a story than it is an Ask TCB. But we got this in. Hot off the hot off the press. It's hot hot cakes coming in. I love uh, these. Hot takes coming in. Hot cakes coming in. <laughs> Get your flapjacks. Get your flapjacks here. <laughs> Gold bear here. Don't buy nobody on a bear. Only cold bear. Hell. <laughs> Is that guy at the Braves game? Yeah. Cold bear. Hell. <laughs> Don't buy no warm bear. Buy cold bear. 
You'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they do do that. And it was the guy who was throwing the peanut bags. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Remember what a controversy that turned into? Because one of the peanut bags hit a lady, a Karen, and then she got all upset. And the guy was not allowed to throw peanut bags anymore. Oh. He had been doing it for like 92 years. <laughs> Back when Hank Aaron was around, this guy was throwing peanuts to people. And they loved it. They absolutely loved it. It was better than the other guy. The old white guy was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come touch my hot dog. Hot dog in a bun. Hot dog in your buns. Here's your hot dog, son. <laughs> I do do that. That's funny. Put your hand on my hot dog. Keep it warm. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, yeah. Yip, yip, yoo. <laughs> you would be great at that job. I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> this doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guys I was in the band with was like, because he he would he could hear me sing. Sometimes we were practicing upstairs in in his like dad's loft, right? I mean, it was like total <laughs> right, total suburb suburban kids just trying to make a rock and roll band. But sometimes there would be something going on downstairs, so we couldn't use as much amplification as we normally would. So. On occasion, we would have to shut the microphone off, and I would just sing above the other amplification. And I was loud. Like, I could really <laughs> project my voice. And the guy was like, God damn, dude, you could, like, throw that voice a mile. And I was like, yeah, if it was any good, it might do something. <laughs> I think I found my calling in life. I think so, too. When this dumb show ends, I'm just going to go to the Braves, and I'm going to be like, go, <laughs> That's all you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> You're hired. Yeah. Who's got no tennis? Hot tennis? Now my phone thinks I'm asking for Siri. It's having a mental breakdown. The Scientologists who are listening to us oh are having God. a mental breakdown. That was really weird. Once again. Once again. Once again. Once again. Gotta tell you, this is like the strangest fucking thing that as, I, I can't. When I say, I oftentimes I'll say that's the craziest. That's the loudest. That's the worst. That's the best. And I don't mean it. I'm just being pejorative, Right. But this time, I do mean it's the craziest thing I think has ever happened, certainly to the commercial break. It's pretty wild. Chrissy and I have now tried to record certain topics about Scientology on four, four. different occasions. Yep. And on every occasion, for some reason or another, we get stopped in our tracks because the audio or the visual is not working. That often happens at the commercial break, but it doesn't often happen in this manner. <laughs> no. There are a lot of pauses in the commercial break recording, uh, per se. Like, you know, we on a regular day, we might pause for this reason or that reason. My One of my kids comes in the room, the dog barks, there's loud noises outside. We pause and we get back to it whenever we fix the issue. But I'm talking about, seems like nothing is wrong, and then we go back and watch the tape, and it's completely fucked up completely fucked it's up. It's so weird. It is so I mean, strange. It literally just happened to us again yesterday. It is insane. Like we we had to pause yes. for something and when we came back the computer was completely frozen. We had it we recorded half an episode. Yeah. Chrissy had a little emergency she needed to take care of on the phone so we stopped the recording but right before we had stopped we had been on about a 7 to 10 minute rant about Scientology yes. and this whole Danny Masterson thing. I don't even want to get into it because I'm no. afraid we're going to bust no. the fucking <laughs> Everything's yeah, I don't going want to okay waste right my now. time. It's going fine right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it going. <laughs> yeah. And uh, nothing to see here! <laughs> 
I like how you do the head. Yeah. Hey, ah! <laughs> you got to throw your head, too. <laughs> if you're going to project your voice, you got to throw your head. Sends it, sends it further. <laughs> it's physics, Chrissy. It's physics. <laughs> so it is really wild what has been happening every time we try and get to the topic of Scientology. We literally get stopped in our tracks. No. And so I'm thinking that Danny Miscavige or whatever is Captain Miscavige over there in, in don't Scientology say his name. land. I know because I think they, I, I don't know. I, so I was telling this to Astrid, and she's like, so what do you think is going on? And I'm like, I couldn't even venture a guess. I don't know. Either it's extreme coincidence, which I think, I don't, really don't believe in coincidence. So let's take coincidence out of it. It is either... It's a coincidence twice, but four times now? Four. No. It, it, there has to be some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Unless my computer just really doesn't like the word Scientology. I, I just... <laughs> I can't Don't even think it. of anything. I know. <laughs> Trying not to. It's like, I, I, what, L, what other word do you want me to use? Uh, LVH. What's his name? L. Ron Hubbard. LRH. Yeah. He's coming back. Don't worry. He's just in the second Zeta right now, uh, collecting some more information about the universe, and he'll be back. <laughs> I actually watched a video on Scientology this morning because it popped up on my phone because, of course, it did because YouTube is listening to us, too. So uh, this video breaking down how Scientology is crumbling right now. And uh, I won't get into it. I won't get into it. But I'm just going to share that uh, it was really, it's just really strange. It's far out. What do we do? I think we avoid talking about it on air, at least. We are the world's (laughs) biggest couple twinkle toes over here. We stay away from anything we think might cause us trouble. (laughs) We are the... You know, some people are they are just so brave, they'll go out there and tell the world what happened to them, or there's some wrong that's been done, or, you know, some whistleblower somewhere. We're the opposite of that. Yes. We are like, no, Keep no, no, quiet. everything's fine. Everything's good. Keep, Keep it quiet. quiet. <laughs> yeah. It's just best if we don't tell anybody. <laughs> but, you know, the world needs those kind of people, too. You know, can't all be whistleblowers all the time. True. Yeah. I don't know what I would <laughs> blow a whistle about. This, this stupid show has no listeners. <laughs> all right. Ready? I think so. Here we go. As much as I'm sure you love listening to Brian drone on, we really do have some bills to pay, like my salary. So go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video. Check out our Instagram at The Commercial Break, our TikTok at TCB Podcast, and of course our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. You can also text us at 855-TCB-8383 with your thoughts and probably concerns. And now, let's listen to some sponsors so I can continue to have a job. This episode is sponsored in part by our good friends at Nutrafol. Have a little hair thinning going on in the top of your head because of aging, stress, hair care products? Or, like me, you're always wearing something on the top of your head like these headphones? You're not alone. Over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our life. It's not only common, it's actually normal. And that's why I've started to use Nutrafol. It's the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement that's clinically proven to improve hair growth, visible thickness, and strength. There can be multiple root causes of hair thinning, but Nutrafol addresses the key root causes through a whole body approach to hair health. No crazy chemicals, no going to the doctor's office 15 times for hair transplants, and it works. 72% of men said they saw more scalp coverage after using Nutrafol's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women said they saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol's women's hair growth supplement for six months. Join the thousands of people who are standing up for their strands by doing something about it. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. 
for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code TCB. Find out why over 4,000 professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use the code TCB. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TCB. TCB. And thanks to Nutrafol for being a sponsor of the commercial break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I did not edit this yet, so I'm going to edit it as I'm talking. So just be aware that this, you know, we're going to we're going to we're, we're going to walk through it together. Okay. <laughs> Dear Chrissy and Brian, I have an interesting story for you, and I'd like to ask you a question at the end of this story. First and foremost, really love the show. Been listening for a long time, and I think what you two do is great. Your subversive commentary is funny and poignant. If you're listening in between the gray space. And I think what she means by that, I actually don't know what she means by that. What are you talking about? We don't I appreciate the kind words, though. Yeah, the kind words are very nice. So anyway, best to you. Here's best my, to you. Here's my story. This is a wedding story. We get the best stories oh, the about wedding weddings. Stories. We've had like 12 wedding stories. What's going on at these weddings? Well, I mean, there's so many chances. It's for like things a breeding ground crazy. for bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's so many chances because there's yeah. a bunch of relatives involved, friends, mm-hmm. alcohol, depending on where you're going, that could be a crazy destination. I don't know, but there's a lot of chances for things to go awry. Exactly. That's why we love it. Keep them coming. That's why I've had two of them and have a third one pretty soon here. I'll I'll probably marry Astrid again, but you know. My father and my mother divorced about 10 years ago. I think this is information you'll need to preface the story. While it was an amicable divorce... Any divorce is tough on children, and it was tough on us. I am 28 years old, so this happened right about the time I was graduating high school. I ended up living most of the time with my father because my mother moved back to where she was from, and I wanted to stay in the high school to finish out the year. My dad's house, which was the house that I grew up in, ended up being a kind of party house where everyone could come, have a few cocktails, leave their keys at the front door, and as long as no one was going anywhere, my dad was cool with basically whatever we were going to do within reason. So, okay, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, fast, for- oh, um, fast forward a couple of years, and I go to college with one of my best friends from high school. We oftentimes came back together to where I live, and we would stay with my father because my best friend's mother and father lived out of the country. She would come home with us. She would stay with us. She would be there for holidays. She was kind of part of our family, especially during these breaks at college when we would all be together. Okay, fair enough. A year ago, we got an invite from a high school friend to a wedding. My dad... (laughs) Got the invite because he was a father that everyone thought was very cool, and he had been a part of this girl's life. My best friend got invited to this 
wedding because she had, of course, been a part of our life. And then a lot of my high school buddies were there also. It was going to be a reunion and a wedding. And because we live in a tropical environment, it was also going to be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We got to the wedding, which was... Uh, We got to the wedding hotel, which is where we were all going to stay on a Thursday. The wedding was going to be on a Saturday. On Thursday afternoon, a number of us met up to have a reunion-like party at a local bar, and we went stomping around the beach from bar to bar, having a ton of fun, my dad included, and some of the other parents of other uh, children that went to school with me also. That sounds like a blast it so sounds far. Like this, so far, this is exactly what a wedding is supposed to be. Yeah. You get right in, you drop your bags, you go and you drink yourself silly and <laughs> fuck whoever you want to, right? When the time came to wrap up the night, I was pretty hammered, so I decided to walk on the beach with another guy from high school to get back to the hotel room. When I said my goodnights, I fully expected that my best friend would have at some point in the night also done the same thing as she was pretty tore up also. My father, I had assumed, had left the bar. I can only Though I know where this is going. It's like she's foreshadowing it. She even, I mean, you know, is she going to write a novel anytime soon? No. But, you know, she's she's forecasting this pretty well, right? I assumed that my father had left for the evening also, but I didn't know. And at that moment, everyone everyone is a a big boy, an adult. They can go on their own and do what they please. I wasn't there to watch my father. He wasn't there to watch me. The next morning, we had all had plans to have brunch down in the hotel restaurant. Everyone was supposed to come, including my father and my best friend, but neither of them showed up to the brunch. This initially did not cause any concern, as I just felt, I just um, thought that we all had too much to drink the night before, and they must be up in the hotel room, (laughs) essentially licking their wounds, is what she's saying. (laughs) Sounds like they are. But maybe Sounds together. like they are licking something. <laughs> yeah, it's just not wounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is on Friday. On Friday afternoon, a number of us send around a group text message to get together on the beach. We are going to go do some water, um, some jet skiing and some water activities right in the back of the hotel. My father shows up first uh, before my before my best friend shows up before my best friend first and meets us at the beach, and I ask him, how was your night last night? He got (laughs) red-faced, his voice got shaky, and he said, I really had a good time. It was a very good night. I had to go back to the hotel room to catch some uh, shut-eye, but I did that pretty late. That was what he said. Okay. My best friend showed up over two hours after we said we were going to meet on the beach, and she agreed to that timing. She responded to the text message that she would be there at 2 p.m. She did not show up till after 4 o'clock. I asked her immediately how her night was, feeling some concern that she may have been way too hungover or something may have happened. It just didn't seem like her to be two hours late to this type of activity, especially since it's right in the back of the hotel. Right, She could have easily walked laid on a beach chair and had Nursed some hair, hair of the dog. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. <laughs> Put on a big, huge hat. Yes. Like Chrissy would. Like <laughs> one of those beach sunbum hats. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Order up a Bloody Mary. <laughs> That's right. After I asked her 
what she had done last night, how her evening was, and how she was feeling, I immediately started to feel some sense of concern as my best friend's reaction was one I had never seen before. She started to cry. Oh, wow. I asked her if everything was okay, what was wrong. She had been through a bad breakup about six months earlier, and I felt maybe that guy had gotten in her ear or started texting her again. It was a pretty bad situation all around. But she said no, it had nothing to do with Robert, the ex-boyfriend. She was just feeling a little bit down, and she wished she hadn't had so much to drink the night before. I didn't believe her. But I didn't know what else to say, so I just let it be for the yeah, moment. Yeah, you have that feeling yes. where you're like, I don't think that's what they're... What actually... I don't... Something's off. Something's off. Something's yeah. going on. Something's, <laughs> something's wrong. Off. Abort, abort. Your yeah. spidey senses. You know. Yes, yeah, you, you know. know. If something was wrong with you, I would know. I, yeah. And I have called you out before. I've yes. been like, okay, something's not right, right. there, Chrissy. Like, yeah. you know, what's going on? Yeah. And eventually, of course, you give up the goose. But if you're fucking her father, then maybe you just don't want to say anything altogether. This is crazy. I know. This is crazy. As the day went on and everybody started to put a bit of a buzz together, we decided to make some plans for dinner. It was best that we all go back to our hotel rooms, spend an hour collecting ourselves, and then we'll get back somewhere to eat together. This was really quite the reunion, and everyone was having a good time, except my best friend, who remained in the chair, not drinking for the rest of the day, head down. In and the I, chair? In the chair. She what? was in a chair, like a sun chair. Oh, okay. She said that she she went into the sun chair, right? Okay. Um, oh, like one of those yeah, like a, padded like a lounge things. chair. Yeah. Yeah, like a little cabana type yeah, thing? Yeah, I guess. I assume. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Everybody goes back to the hotel room. We agree to meet at 8.30 for dinner. As I make my way downstairs, I catch another high school friend of mine that had been with us for the weekend who looked pretty serious as she approached me. (laughs) I didn't exactly know what to think as I saw her face, but I was making some assumptions already about what she was going to share with me, and I was not disappointed. (laughs) Disappointed? (laughs) You weren't disappointed? (laughs) This second friend... I'm just going to call her second friend, told me that the night before, everyone had left the bar at closing time and that she had left independently of everybody else in the group. She decided that she was going to go to the sundry shop down at the hotel to grab some food and some ice cream. And when she went back upstairs to her floor, what she saw was shocking. She caught my dad and my best friend making out in a very intense way right outside the elevator doors. Oh, God. (laughs) To say that I was upset would be a huge understatement. I had to deal with this for the rest of the weekend as I didn't want to ruin my other friend's wedding. Right. Nor did I want to confront my best friend when I felt she was already fragile, nor did I want to confront my father because this wasn't about me. This was about the girl getting married. Yes. Well, good for you for having a fucking head on your shoulders, uh, young lady. Yeah, somebody on the reality TV would not have had that same result. No, 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 (laughs) no. Okay, so I'm going to fast forward in this story. This is the only editing that I've done. I'm going to take out some of the bits and bops, okay? Now, you got to remember, this is about a year ago that this happened, right? That this whole situation went down. I think at the beginning of the story, she shared that this was like nine months ago or something. So let's say a year ago. Okay, 
After the wedding concluded, I thought this chapter of our lives will be over. It was a drunken stumble and bad decision-making on my friend and my father's behalf, but I felt that it was a momentary lapse of reason and everyone would get back into their normal places and normal course of business. We would all find a way. Yeah, you found she found a way to cope with it through the weekend. By and she says we would all find herself. a way to ignore this yes, after a while. Yes, right? let's yes. Just, okay. yeah, let's just forget yeah. this happened in order for the other girl to have a great wedding. That's right. Well, I'm just going to forget this happened. I'm just going to forget I, I can't deal with it right now. And then later on, too, you're like, I, n- I never want to deal with it. Listen, <laughs> what, never do you, want to say. what do you do? I, I mean, I and I'll share a story. I don't want to break this story right now, but I'll share a story in a second that I think is very similar to what's not and not. Okay, let me share. Let me yeah, finish this story. Finish and I'll share the one. Okay. So now let me fast forward to closer to today. What I didn't realize is that this series of events that happened at the wedding did not get swept under the rug as a momentary lapse of reason or one small bad decision in an otherwise fun weekend. What this was was two people recognizing that they had always been attracted to each other and starting a relationship that would carry on in secret for the next three months. Holy shit. Your dad is now dating your best friend? That is insane. Like, imagine... No. No. Yeah. No. (laughs) What if... I I don't even know how how we put an example to this, but uh, I I don't know. What if you're... What if... uh, no. I don't know Rachel started dating your dad. No. I mean, what would you think? Like, yeah, no, it wouldn't work for me. This has been very hard on everybody except for the two lovebirds selfishly in the middle of this story. I have now lost my best friend because I don't feel I have the confidence or trust to talk to her in the way that I did before. I feel like my relationship has changed with my father because he has been dishonest and hiding the situation from me, even though there are clear signs and indications that this has been going on this entire time. How do I know this? They post pictures to their public TikTok and Instagram pages. (laughs) Holy shit, this is shit. And you mean to tell me that neither one of them have addressed it? With she does not go into this in the story, like she because if they're posting publicly, yeah, then it's out there. Yeah, then it's totally out there. Like, how how would you know? But they're not addressing with her. I guess they're not saying this to her directly. I don't know. God, that's weird, Holly. If you want to fill in. Yeah, that's even stranger. <laughs> until, until, until last weekend when myself, my sister, and this, my best friend's sister are called to a dinner at my father's house. When we get there, my best friend is wearing oh. an engagement ring. <laughs> my best friend is now my new mom, and I don't know what to do about it. If there's ever a commercial break story, a place where I need bad advice, somewhere where I can just get someone to vent on how difficult, wrong, and obnoxious this whole situation is, please let it be this story. Please tell this on air and give me your best shot. I can take it. Love, Holly. Okay. So I truncated this story. It was long. It was like 10 pages long. I didn't want to go through every bit and bop. I think some stuff is like kind of personal information that I don't know that you'll wake up tomorrow and really want us to share. <laughs> um, but so holy fucking shit. Yeah, no, it's that, that, no, no, like that would just not work. That's, those are people that should be off limits. Yes. First of all, you have a wedding and a reunion and you're 28 next time, invite me. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, what in the fuck is your father thinking? No. What is he thinking? What is he thinking? 
by the way, by the way, I should I should mention that in the story, her dad is 30 years older uh-huh. than them. 30 years older than him. She had him, he had uh, them her when he was 30 years old. This is absolutely out of bounds. Like totally out of bounds. Your dad should have enough common sense in his little fucking pea brain to know that you do not marry your daughter's best friend. No. It's just a dumb thing to do. I don't care how attracted you are. I don't care how many pheromones are running between the two of you. I don't care how romantic the story seems in your head. It's not that way to everybody else in the world. And the fact that she's your daughter's best friend should automatically disqualify her from ever being a romantic partner of yours. You fuck up one night and you kiss your your daughter's friend who's well within the age limit of being able to make her own decisions about what she does with herself or in her own body. But you do that drunken one night, you guys have a little drunken fling. It's a bad decision. It's a bad decision-making process. But I can, I guess, understand that shit does happen when the alcohol starts flowing. Right, exactly. Especially when you have Baileys and Bud Light on your <laughs> Right. Yeah, but you certainly don't continue it. No! I know, it's off. No! It's off. They, they, they're not in love. They've been together three months. Three right? well they well now they've been together for a year. I guess they kind of hid it for three months. Oh, okay. Like hid this whole situation for three months. It sounds to me, if you read the entire story, sounds to me like they went their separate ways after the wedding, yeah. but then all of a sudden some stuff started popping up on social media that did not look right to anybody, right? Like that is they just were crazy. at a they did baseball not game adre- together. Address it. They with never addressed the girl, like, it. Girl, like all of this time. According to the story, now they may have, and I just don't know about it, but. How do you invite pe- you then invite people over to celebrate your engagement before you've even had a chance to sit down in an individual format with your daughter and try and reasonably explain how this could ever be right? It's not. It's wrong. And you're an asshole for doing it. Common sense here. <laughs> Get your common sense. Here. Yeah, my mind is spinning here because Even without there being any kind of association of a best friend, like say it was just her dad dating someone the same age as her and getting engaged, that in itself would be tough. Tough. Throw in that it's her best friend. It's. I can't. That should have been off limits for both of them, quite frankly. I don't understand (laughs) what goes on in some people's fucking heads. No. I don't get it. This is like a Jerry Springer show. It is. It's like, it's almost not even real. And who knows if it is even real? (laughs) I don't know. But, you know, half you guys write in these stories, and I know they're just bullshit, but I have fun with them anyway. I mean, you know, listen, I love a good fishtail as much as the next person. If this is at all real, if there is any truth to this, that your dad is about to marry your best friend, it is some serious serious problems going on in your family. I know the two of them have got to realize that it's not just them in a bubble. Like, that's... Consequences are going out over all kinds of waves of targeted areas. Yeah, of course. Like, my best friend before my wedding, my best friend told me, he said, because there were some people around me that weren't quite acting like... I, I don't know. They were acting a little weird about me getting married, right? It was just weird. And I I didn't know what was going on. But the night before my wedding, my best friend, drunk as a skunk, high as a kite on Xanax. I mean, just like totally screwed up. (laughs) I was upset about this, that some people around me were kind of acting in a way I didn't imagine they, they would act. And he said, Brian, when you make a life decision, it affects everybody in your life. 
Now, that doesn't mean you should change the decision. It just means that you should be aware that everybody's going to interpret this in their own way, and they're going to react in their own way. Mm -hmm. So, but in this situation, I do think you have to take into account the way that other people feel. Yeah. Because imagine this. Imagine that I'm going to go get married, Chrissy, to your mom or your dad, and then I don't have a conversation with you about that before I propose. Can you imagine? No, no. It's so horrible. I'm so sorry, girl. Yeah, Holly. <laughs> That's awful. Well, I'll, I'll give your name out, Holly. Listen, girl... You got to get a new dad and a new best friend. Yep. I mean, that's just it. You got to get a new dad and a new best friend. This is a situation where you call your dad and you say, if you do not show up at family counseling with me tomorrow, yes. then I True. will not talk to you again. And until you agree to do so, preferably before you two tie the knot in some crazy ceremony in Las Vegas or at Turks and Caicos, but if you do not do that, I will consider this the heartbreak of the century. You will have yep. broken my heart in a way that may not be able to be repaired. Same with the best friend. First of all, best friend out the door. Who fucking cares? That's a chosen family member. You can get rid of them anytime you can. Mm-hmm. That girl is does not in any way have your best interest in mind. And I don't care how grand the love story is that yeah, they think they're making. I know. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. This makes no sense whatsoever. These weddings are cesspools. They're cesspools. They should be outlawed altogether. <laughs> The only reason a wedding is good is to create drama that we can talk about on the commercial break. (laughs) That's it. It seems like every wedding just goes south. I mean, I had a wonderful second wedding, but my first wedding (laughs) was a whole shit show. I mean, it was just a shit show of epic proportions. And I think that that environment sometimes, like that, you know, romance is in the air and everyone's getting together and it's loosey-goosey and for some reason you don't think you're a human being when you're at a wedding so you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. The reality is... It's just a place for people to get liquored up and make really bad decisions. Well, I was going to say, you know, a lot of times, too, it's throughout the years I've seen movies and things about this to where, you know, if you're a bridesmaid or a groomsman or whatever, you're you're just thinking there, there's a hookup with the other. That's it. Per, another person. There. That's it. I, but it, this takes it to a whole other level with dad, best friend. When I uh, when I get married the first time, I'll just share this. There were family members interloping with family members. <laughs> and I didn't learn this until many what? months later. Cousin fuckers? Cousin fuckers, essentially. <laughs> there was some cousin fucking going on. Now, they got it in under the wire. It was before the actual ceremony. But still, the premise remains. There was a lot of cousin fucking going on at, at my at my wedding. And I, I, had no, I was none the wiser. I didn't realize all this stuff had happened. And until months and months later, that shows you what kind of marriage I have. But I was like, holy shit, really? That happened? Yes, that (laughs) happened. And I thought to myself, there's a whole world going on right under my nose. I'm the guy getting married. Shouldn't I know this? Shouldn't I be in on this, privy to this information? No, you're kind of like at the top, you know. I know, I'm sealed off. The cream has risen to the top. I'm like the supreme leader taking my bulletproof train to meet (laughs) Putin. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, everybody's not involved. You've got a million other things to worry about. I had nothing to worry about except Mormons. drinking Bud Light. That's <laughs> that's all I had to worry and about. And Bailey's. And Bailey's. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, trying to convince the Ritz security guard not to throw <laughs> my cousin-in-law in jail for the fifth time in three days. Um, this is insane, Holly. I, I really feel for you on this yeah, one. Yeah, that's I mean, tough. We get a lot of stories. When I read this one, I knew it had to go on air. It was like, holy shit, Really? Yeah, your dad is just a terrible decision maker, and he obviously doesn't have your best interest at heart, or he would have never done this. He no, should instinctively know this is a heartbreaker. Hurt. Yeah. I can't imagine. First of all, 
you know, I just think daughters' friends should be off limits altogether. That yes. should just be a rule, a gen- not a rule written in law, but just a general rule of common sense. I can't imagine any circumstances upon which I would ever, well, I mean, my daughters are not even close to the age where this would ever be appropriate. But, you know, I, if I put myself in the shoes of that father at, you know, girls that are 27, 30 years old uh, at a wedding, I can't imagine any circumstance upon which I would find that okay. Well, it sounds like maybe the dad was really immature from the get because he was having party house time. Yeah, that's back true. Back in the day. And yeah, that's what happens with single dad, divorce dads. Running around, you yeah. know, hey, hey, hey. You know I hate interrupting Brian when he's yammering, but he's always yammering, so it's kind of my only option. Anyway, it is about that time for me to remind you to go to tcbpodcast.com, text us at 855-TCB-8383, and check out our socials at The Commercial Break on Instagram and at TCB Podcast on TikTok. Go on. Brian needs this. And don't forget to go to youtube.com slash The Commercial Break for fully edited videos. I promise you're going to love them. Also, it would mean the world to us if you'd support us by supporting our sponsors. So let's have a listen to them, and then we'll get back to this episode of The Commercial Break. You know, there's something about a mother. There's something about a mother. You know that I read an article that children behave more poorly around their mothers than they do around their fathers. And some therapists and psychiatrists, psychologists that I read in this article believe that the reason for this is children feel a real safe and higher ground with their mother. Mm -hmm. They feel that there's more room to maneuver, show their true emotions, act out a little bit because mom's love will always be there, right? And it's a real safe place to just kind of do whatever it is, like your pure natural self. Where fathers may be a little bit more disciplinarian, they may be a little bit more stern, they're not, it's just not the same kind of connection. Mothers are amazing, and fathers are fuck-ups in general, <laughs> this household at least. But I think that there's something about... like Not div- our fathers, so no. it just skips generations. Yeah, our fathers <laughs> so didn't happening. party. Well, my dad did have a party house. Unfortunately, he didn't know he it. Didn't or know claim- it he claims he didn't know. He claims he didn't. <laughs> He, he pleads the fifth on that one. You know, he's like, it's cognitive dissonance about what happened in his basement. He just doesn't want to think it yeah, happened. No. Yeah, but now that it's on celluloid for everyone to hear forever and ever, amen. <laughs> My dad can't get away. You can't get away, Bill. Gotcha. Um, but I think, I think some divorced fathers do take this route. And because I've known a couple of uh, women in my life who had relationships with their fathers who were divorced from their mothers, and it always seemed like the father was just trying to be the cool dad, right? Right. I mean, I remember I had one friend for a long time. You knew her. Um, I had a a friend for a long time, and her dad was an absolute fucking bozo. Mm -hmm. He was rich as he could be, dripping wealthy, and never needed to work another day in his life. Super smart entrepreneur type, sold a couple companies, hundreds of millions of dollars. He would just live the life. That's all he did. And occasionally he would work when he felt like he wanted to do something different. He would literally bring 
he would go to a strip club and then he would have yeah. 10 of the strippers come home. I've known guys like that yeah. too. It's crazy. And and he would buy the drugs and then he would, you know, he would do all this. He was partying like a 19-year-old. Yeah. And his daughter was actually 19, was 10 times more mature than he was. Right. And would just basically take care of her father. That's what she was doing. Taking care of her father because he was entertaining himself in a way that was completely inappropriate to be showing anybody, let alone your teenage daughter. That was... That was the situation. So, Holly, you got a real fuck up for a dad. I'm sorry. On behalf of all dads everywhere, I'm really <laughs> sorry. It's kind of shitty that your dad's... It's not kind of shitty. It's straight up shitty that your dad's doing this to you. And and I don't really know... I don't have any advice for you except to get a family counselor involved That is a really good uh, piece of advice. Yeah. You call that family counselor and you say, I want to do an intervention on my father who's about to make the dumbest mistake of his life. And I also want to make sure that I have some kind of relationship with him. In order to do this, we need someone, a third party, to interpret what is going on around us in a way that everyone can digest and in a non-threatening environment where everyone feels safe to let out their feelings. You could do that here at the Commercial Break Studio also. Feel free. <laughs> I'd have happily have oh, your yeah. father on. We could set up a couch. Oh, I really wish. Holly, I would have your dad on this show. If your dad would come on the show, I would have your dad on the show. And I would say the same thing to him that I'm saying right now. You are an idiot. What are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah, because whatever sexual, you know, sexual intimacy and love thing that you've got going on in your brain right now should, never should trump your daughter. No. Really. And I mean, you're 58. She's 28. Yeah. I mean, by the time she's 45, you're going to be dead. I, what, I mean, honestly. Yeah. There's also no threat of me ever dating my daughter's <laughs> friends because by the time they get to the age that they're dateable, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm 96 no, years old. No, we're in the retirement home together. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's like five years away. <laughs> my daughters are not even going to be in middle school by the time I'm in their retirement home. <laughs> well, listen, all you can say is, is that these two seem like they have one of these like hot and heavy obsessive That's romances going saying, on. Yeah. yeah, Like one of those... You know, we've all had them. Of course. We've all had them. Those love bombing. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I don't know which can't way get is a, up. Get, can't get enough of you. Can't get enough. Thing. You uh -huh. literally want to slice them up and eat them. You want to put them in a microwave and have them for dinner and leave the leftovers <laughs> in the refrigerator. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I don't know about that part, but okay. yes, where you can't get enough of each well, other. Well, I like to put where my. Where you feel like the guy that we just saw yesterday that was eating the chin. Of the, of the, the bride. That horribly disgusting, disgusting man licking that girl's chin was awful. So awful. So I know what Morgan's going to do. I just, I, I'm in Morgan's head right now. She's going to take a picture and like yes. zoom in on it. <laughs> YouTube.com slash the commercial. I give Morgan a shout out. Um, yeah, because I, she thinks likes us. So I know she's going to do this. Um, yeah, like, but We've, then that that wears off. It does. It does. It does. You, you it don't always feel does. that way for the next fifty years. You just don't. You know, some people say it's better to crash and burn than to sparkle and fade. You know what I'm saying? But I personally, through my experiences in life, think that it's better to have kind of a. I'm now, trying to, oh wait, hold on. I'm trying to <laughs> sparkle and fade. It's better to crash and burn. <laughs> I've heard the crash and burn than to sparkle and fade. <laughs> That's from the Kurt Cobain Handbook of Life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even know what that is. In I don't even know what it means to, either, but, but it sounds good, so I just have it. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, I may have just wholly made that up. Yeah, I'm not I even sure. Did, I think it's more something about like burning bright. You you, you made a motion of a falling star. <laughs> yeah, a falling star, crash and burn, and then sparkle and fade. <laughs> like you know those <laughs> shitty fireworks that they sell in <laughs> states that don't sell fireworks. Those sparklers. <laughs> You know the fireworks you can yes. get at Publix? <laughs> yeah, those kind of fireworks. You know what I'm saying? Fifty nine ninety nine for the huge, you know, tumbler of fireworks. You know, the, the I don't know, cum shot 3000 or whatever it's called. And you get it home and it's like... <laughs> you could literally put it in your mouth. It would do no damage. I mean, come on. <laughs> Yes. You yes. could literally stick your eyeball in it and it wouldn't hurt you. And yeah. the state's a total fireworks. <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, knows it. You know. Unless they, you've grown up in a state that has allows fireworks. <laughs> then you know the real deal. Well, Georgia just started allowing fireworks about a decade ago. But yeah. so before that, all you could you, get was. You had to go to Tennessee. Fucking, yes. Yeah, you go to Tennessee. Or Alabama. And then, I remember. I remember making those or trips. Or Florida for sure. They've always been allowed in Florida. <laughs> Everything is allowed in Florida except the things that matter. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you can buy fireworks, but you can't get insurance. Sorry about that. Florida is the one state we desperately need insurance in. Yeah, I wish they would figure that out. I feel bad for those people down in Florida. Um, but there, these relationships that we all get in, that we've all been in, that is like, I don't know what it is. It's like a pheromone shit stain or something that gets on your underwear and you just can't get it out. It is this mortal attraction, this feral feeling that you need to be around this person all the time. I think it literally is pheromones. Mm -hmm. Just on high alert. But they're also the most destructive relationships well, That's to, what I was going to say. People, yeah. If th things start off with a bang, they're going to end with a bang. Mm -hmm. Right? If things kind of progress, then I think you got a shot. Yeah. And I'm not saying that every extremely passionate introduction ends in disaster because there's probably a few exceptions to the rule, but not in my life. <laughs> Get your crazy girlfriend here! <laughs> I mean, that's just my experience. And by the way, it takes, takes two to tango, so I was part of it also, you know? But when, I, I don't know, let's say, you know, you're on your third date with someone and <laughs> they're giving you a hand job in the movie theater. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's that kind of relationship where you, you know, you go and uh, I, I don't know, you guys can literally not take your hands off of each other. Every moment of every day is consumed with thinking about them. It twists your world up. You're upside down. You don't know which way is uh, up and which way is down. And I think that's exactly what has gone on with this situation yeah, with this it father. Sounds like they don't care who they're hurting along the process. And that's what happens in these relationships. Yeah, listen, I've dated a few. I've had a few of these relationships before. All, one of them was a lovely, lovely woman for somebody else altogether, <laughs> but it wasn't for me. But I remember bringing her around my family, and my dad, he, he was yeah, like, he was like nope. what in the good fuck <laughs> are you thinking? And I'm like, Dad, she's beautiful. And he's like, Brian, that is the only good thing I could ever have to say about this relationship, is that she's beautiful. You're not. She is. <laughs> But did you notice that she's carrying a feral cat around with her? She has an emotional feral cat. I'm like, no, that's a dog. And he's like, no, no, no. Looks like a cat. Sounds like a cat. It's a cat. 
I love that your dad weighed in. Oh, my dad weighed in on that one. (laughs) Yeah. Because he always said to me, my dad had this sense, he he always says this, and and I don't mean this to to be hurtful to anybody that's listening, especially not my ex-wife, who who I love dearly and who was was just a beautiful woman and we get along great. We got along great. We just weren't supposed to be married to each other. Yeah. And I think... At doing the post-mortem on the relationship, there are quite a few people in my life who felt the same way that I now feel years after it, right? Which was, you two individually, lovely people. When you were together, you were really friendly with each other and very kind to each other. But should you have been married? No, right? That probably wasn't the best. Yeah. That probably wasn't the best route. When it was time to break up, we decided to get married. And it just wasn't. <laughs> but that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, What's the next true. step? What do we do next? Right? And instead of really taking a look at what's going on and saying, this is actually not a relationship that's meaningful in a way that we should be married. This is just a friendship that's now Mm -hmm. turned into a roommate situation. We don't know where to go or where to turn. So let's get married or have a baby, God forbid. And then that's going to fix everything. Believe it or not, when people make that old trope joke, you know, let's have a baby, that'll fix everything. There are many, many people who believe that because when you're in it and you're in the forest and you can't see the trees, that's actually what happens. So... My dad has always, he, just, just a couple weekends ago, he was like crying because he was like, I should have made that phone call. I should have told you that you probably weren't supposed to be married with this girl. I should have said that. But when you asked, I told you the opposite. I told you a lie. I told you, yes, everything's great. You should get married to this woman. He said, but that's not how I felt. And I wish I had said something different. He's still beating himself up over this to this day. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not. Who no. Can I, yeah, no. I'm <laughs> Everything not. turned out great, Yeah, it too. worked out great. Yeah. yeah. I got a dog out of it. You know, it's like, a, yeah. It's like, you know. <laughs> I got a, it, was, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. No, we no were, one was beating we, each other up. No. It wasn't like the, a terrible thing. It was emotionally a roller coaster sometimes, but you know, that's the way relationships are anyway. So when my dad is now and forever, and I, I'm hoping and I know that Astrid is the last one, but my dad in between that divorce and Astrid, my dad absolutely told me the stone cold truth every single time. And every single time, this is the exact same reaction. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I think I also asked you that a couple of times. Yes, you did. But it, you said it more than my dad did because you met every girl I dated. He only met three of them, right? Only when they rose to that level right. where they have to show up to a birthday or something. Yes. But the one girl I dated brought a feral cat to dinner oh, and my dad God, was like, uh, no. it was actually a dog. It just looked a lot like a cat and acted like a cat. But my dad was like, "This no, 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 no. And all my brothers too, they were all like, what? Even the person who introduced the two of us was like, ah, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. You two are actually not meant to be together. You should probably stay away from each other, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, then, uh, you know, <laughs> one morning I woke up and the feral cat was still there and she was gone. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, it's true. It's a true Very story. Very true. Very true. Very true story. Well, she went to go, to be fair, she went to go work out in California. <laughs> you can say that. You can say she went to work in California. <laughs> Take off your clothes at the door. I don't want you to steal any of my product. That kind of work? Yeah. yeah yes. I got it. 
done for. <laughs> Which is a weird thing to think about when you when you yeah. actually get into it. But yeah. I, you know, hey, listen, water under the bridge. Right. She was she was lovely. Also, it just wasn't. It definitely was not for me. No. And then when am I introduced my dad? Uh, to the person before that, mm. my dad, like straight mm. up, you know, he jerked a knot in my tail. As a matter of fact, I didn't see my dad for a while because I was so afraid of what he was going to say <laughs> about my relationship with one woman. I just didn't go around it because she wouldn't let me out of her sight. No. And then my dad wanted to see me and I just was like, oh, I can't make it this weekend again. It's like, that's three years in a row. And I'm like, ah, don't worry about it, dad. We'll get together next weekend. Next weekend's not Christmas, Brian. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> And my mom, she's just always encouraging of everything. No, yeah. I know. Oh, you're doing such a great job, honey. Uh, yeah. You got this. She's just so beautiful. You guys are, look so good together. You're so wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, right? Remember Jeannie from Oklahoma? Yes, Mom, I know Jeannie from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Jeannie's from Oklahoma. Jeannie from Oklahoma. Jeannie from Oklahoma. When you you had a sparkle and uh, sparkle and fade relationship too, didn't you? Smash and grab. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was it? And it was terrible, right? Yeah. No. You find out the person's not who you really thought they were, mm-hmm. and no. But in the beginning, everything's great. Yeah. It turned. Yeah. But it turned your world upside Poems down. Were being written in my Poems name. Yeah. Rose petals, things, all trips. Nice things. vacations. Yeah. yeah. Presents, trips, the yeah. whole thing. Lo- sparkling with attention all the time. Yeah. It was it was lovely. Until yeah. it wasn't Until lovely. Until it's not anymore. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, is like when does it take a turn exactly? It takes a turn when the two of you realize that you this is not <laughs> a mermaid that just came out of the sea right. to give you a blowjob every five seconds. <laughs> this is indeed another human being who really sucks, actually. <laughs> you really suck. <laughs> now that I think about it. And it always takes a turn like that. I can almost remember the day when in in two of these relationships when it took a turn. As a matter of fact, I mean, I can remember more than one day it took a turn with your with one of those. Valentine's every other day. Valentine's night. Yeah, every other day. It was every other hour. I was like, ah, oh, she's great. I hate her. Ah, oh, she's great. She just stabbed me. Ah, she's great. She locked me out of my apartment. We're back together. The hard ones with the hard ones. The hard ones ones with the hard ones. (laughs) The hard ones with the hard ones. Everything's great. The police are at my front door. (laughs) Yeah, everything's going great over here. Come out with your hands up. (laughs) There's broken windows. Listen, I gotta go. Ma'am, put the feral cat down and come outside with your hands up. (laughs) I remember early on in one of those relationships, which you always disapproved of, Valentine's night, Mm -hmm. I go to... I. I talked to my best friend, Raphael, and I think I had talked to you. And I'm like, that's it. It's over. This person is definitely... You We're know, done. Yeah, there's some things that are off here. And I and I this is like early on, like a month in, right? <laughs> and I just remember being so resolute. It's time, it's over. She's at the Starbucks across the street doing some work. Right. And this is like we're a month in. So it's not like necessarily that we're serious with each other yet. So it's not like a prerequisite that we do Valentine's Day together. We're not exclusive or anything like that. So I am resolute that I am going over and I'm going to tell her it is best that we be friends. Thank you very much for the lovely, you know, 30 days we've had together. <laughs> I get there. She convinces me to go to Walmart and buy her a hard drive. I then bring her back to my house, 
talk to her for six hours about how this is not working out and end up married to her at the end. It was just like, and at the end, I was just like, what? At the end, I was literally licking her face like that yeah, guy yes. in, the, in the movie. <laughs> Nothing like a chin job to get the day started. <laughs> Oh, thank gosh we've made it through those periods. Oh, listen. It's Without good. dating daughters, friends along the way. That's right. <laughs> it's good until Our it's dads, not. dads, in my uh, case. I never dated any of my friends' dads. No. Nope. So that's good. Well, good for you. I think most people have not dated their friends' dads. No, it just seems off. The hard ones with the hard ones. <laughs> uh. I don't, I'm telling the heart to not go there. Uh, yeah, here's one simple pedigree rule that you just keep throughout life. Don't date your daughter or your daughter's friends. Just don't do it. It's just a bad idea. Holly's dad, you made a real bonehead move here, bro. And it's going to take a lot of repairing. And I think the first person you should think about is the person who you have a eternal uh, responsibility to. Yeah, your daughter. That you gave life to. That's right. Helped give life to. That's right. If you want to date someone, I got a phone number. A girl's got a feral cat <laughs> and a brand new hard drive. <laughs> a feral cat, a brand new hard drive, and a bowl of salsa. I'll send her over. She's a <laughs> she's a ton of fun. <laughs> all right, tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about Chrissy and I. All the show notes, the audio, the video, it's all there from one location. tcbpodcast.com. Our entire library. Please go check it out. Also, you can get your next sticker. I don't know what that will be when this airs, hoo-ha, but you can. Hoo-ha. 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 <laughs> Please be on the block. All the stickers. Ah, no. Yeah. Hoo-na. <laughs> uh. Hoo-ha. Hoo-na. I think I'm. Peanuts! I'm on the block. <laughs> I'm lobbying for that. Uh. All right. <laughs> So whichever sticker it is, send us your physical address. We'll send that sticker out to you. Do that on the website, (laughs) 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, 855-TCB-8383. Add the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok, and YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes. Please go there. Subscribe, like, and comment on your favorite video. Also... We're going to start a WhatsApp private group where we can all talk and share and have fun. So if you'd like to join that, send us your phone number via an email through the website or on text message, and we'll add you to it. All right, Chrissy, I guess that's what I can do for today. I think so. So I'll say I love you. And I love you. And best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Goodbye.